song always gets me hype it's draped and go baby your afternoon delight of nxt and nxt 2.0 action across the ring and across the pond we break it all down flow boys here i'm broadcasting to you live on twitter on twitch on youtube linkedin and facebook and of course you're listening to the audio version thank you so much for making this the most downloaded wrestling podcast in the azores okay well, we're going to break down NXT UK and NXT action. Just want to say next week, this time, will be the 100th episode of Draped in Gold. We're doing nothing special about that. My co-host, Jack Farmer, is celebrating his birthday, so he's not in the studio today, but we got ourselves a fabulous guest. This guy is seen all over the SoCal wrestling scene. This guy is a sports journalist extraordinaire. This guy was at the SPs last night. Give it up for Sock Monkey Mike. Mike Wexler. How's it going, man? Hello, Flobo. First and foremost, I do want to say thank you so much for that beautiful introduction here with the legendary Flobo voice. Ah. Really, really quick shout out to the Jack Farmer. Happy birthday to him. Really, uh, hopefully he's having a great uh, birthday as we speak. But as you said, Flobo, we have a lot of great NXT 2.0 action and NXT UK action that we got to get through. So I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to get through that in just a second. But you're telling me before we went live, you were at the SPs. Where was my VIP invite? I do sports like <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, uh, shout out to my uh, community college over at San Bernardino Valley College uh, yeah. and their film uh, video. Oh, my God. They have a new thing. I always knew it as the radio, television and film program. Okay. They have a new name to it. I don't remember the actual acronyms. It's but, going to be the Mike um, Wexler program for sports broadcasting. We get it. We get it. <laughs> right, right, right. But just shout out to them really quick. They got they helped uh, out with the opportunity to the SBs. I got saw a lot of great people. I saw Cody in person. That was like he was up here, and I'm like right here. So I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, you uh, I was telling this to Jack too. You look way smaller in those screens. Like, I saw you in real life at the Irvine Improv, and I was scared. I almost gave you my lunch money. It was like, holy crap, Mike. You're like, you're built, bro. You are this. This, no, not, not even. <laughs> Let's get into it. NXT UK had a banger of an episode, and here was our main event Trent Seven to Silver Fox after being all evenly. He had a match against Sam Gradwell. And let me ask you this there, Sock Monkey Mike. Mustache Mountain, one of the best tag teams of all time, but Trent Seven's been to the dark side. How do you feel about this, I don't know, more dastly version of the guy who does this on top of the ring? <laughs> Where was this version of Trent Seven all this time? Uh, you know, we really, I, like for personally me as a big Trent Seven fan myself, I felt like that Trent Seven was the uh, Luigi of the uh, <laughs> Mario and Luigi combination of Mustache okay. Mountain. But it was his time, man. This is this is Trent Seven's time to really become a huge star. Hopefully, we could see him as NXT UK champion in the future, as Whoa. his partner did in Tyler Bate. But you know, I'm really loving the Silver Fox, the heel run. I love it. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but this is Trent Seven's time. Trent Seven, NXT UK champ. You heard it here first. Lamb says in the chat, shout out for following us on that Twitch, yo. Uh, what a win for Trent Seven. Well earned by the Silver Fox, but how dare Tyler Bate? How dare? Because he turned on Tyler Bate. Look, <laughs> how dare? It's comeuppance. It's retribution, man. What? Oh, yeah. You guys are all heels. 
<laughs> you are all healed in the show. Um, well, one of the things about <laughs> Sangria, I almost tried seven Luigi time. <laughs> Luigi time. Yeah. Um, it's not the Waluigi, way better. Uh, so his opponent, Sam Gradwell, was someone that we've talked about a lot on the show, Draped and Gold. We said, hey, look, when people think about the founding of NXT UK, they usually say uh, Brenda Strong style, that's Pete Dunne, and Mustache Mountain. Sam Gradwell never seems to be in that conversation. He was in this match this week for a little bit of respect. Didn't get the win there, Mike. But let me ask you this. What does Sam Gradwell have to do in his career to be considered on that same echelon as Mustache Mountain and Pete Dunne? Oh, man, that's a good question, Flobo. I just would probably say just keep doing what he's doing. Try to grow and develop more. Uh, I have witnessed uh, Sam Gredwell since the UK tournament back in the day, uh, way back then when he was facing off against Pete Dunne, uh, when he was fully bald and had no facial hair at all. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's awesome to see him grow. It's awesome to see him kind of grow a personality. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned before, just keep doing what you're doing. And hopefully we might see him in that same conversation as Pete Dunne or Mustache Mountain. So you basically says that he still has an opportunity or has has the fans of the, sorry the universe moved on from Sam Gravel has considered him being on the top of that card or top of the division. Oh man. Um I still say there's a chance with the fans. I mean, like I mentioned before, it's all about growing, it's all about uh development. Um I say that he's going to grow with the fans. Personally for me, I'm not a huge Sam Gradwell fan, but I mean <laughs> The Thunderstorm does not impress Mike Wex. Who does impress you? I'm curious. On the NXT UK roster, who's who's your guy or gal or, or uh, Well, before he went to NXT and known as Axiom, but a kid. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! That that spoilers, bro. That never happens. A kid is backstage hanging out with yeah. Elias, right? And uh, and, right. and one more ta- uh, one more person that, or actually two more people that had um, caught my eye in NXT UK is the current NXT UK Tag Team Champions in Briggs and his partner. So I mean, it's really awesome to see. And of course, Fallon Henley, who just made her NXT UK debut recently. Um, they've been really killing it recently. So, I mean, I'm really liking how NXT UK is growing and really broadening their uh, their talent. Uh, Lamb says, uh, Sam Growls to take notes by Trent Seven and have that whatever it takes attitude. That is a Jack Farmer attitude. Therefore, he changed. <laughs> that is not something you want to aspire to. Now, shout out to Jack Farmer. He's like 24 today. Uh, I just want to say uh, the oldest 24-year-old I ever met. Let's let's actually, let's skip around. Let's go right into that. Felton Henley, uh, one-third of the Briggs and Jensen group, had a match against uh, Isla Dawn. Now, Going into this week, Mike, Jack and I were kind of complaining and lamenting that when U.S. talent goes over to U.K., they almost always win. But this wasn't the case. Isla Dawn gets a dub. Very good. Man, that's a good question because you have a good point. I mean, you U.S. talent going to NXT U.K., I mean, they really – either get the win and have a little bit of momentum or they don't do it at all. <laughs> um, hey, can Elrod go back? Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> but uh, going back to my point, I mean, I really think that Fallon Henley, um, again, is I think she's dipping her toes in the water. I feel like that she's still developing still, even with NXT 2.0. Um, and she's widening her um, widening her range in her career uh, going into NXT UK. It's awesome to see her get her uh, matches in with like Isla Dawn, as we mentioned yes. before. Um, so I'm really excited to see where she comes from. I mean, formerly known as Tesha Price a long time ago in the independent wow. scene. Yeah. Um, you know, it's awesome to see her make this move and get signed with WWE. So it's really awesome to see that. 
Where do you stand on the influx of U.S. talent in the U.K.? You're a fan of it. Want to keep it separate? You think it's good for both brands? Where do you stand on that thing? Um, That's a good question because I feel like I'm both. I feel like that, for one, yes, you should have different kinds of talent be on NXT U.K., but at the same time, I feel like that you should also have that, um, I don't know, what's the, the foundation, uh, the mm-hmm. foundation of NXT U.K. and have those um and it you know uk particular talent to really grow the company um you know that that's kind of the same uh i I don't know exactly the same but like kind of uh, very similar to like why it's a wwe talent went to ecw back in the day same thing vice versa um you know rick rude really uh killed it when he did uh i believe he went to ecw that one time and he came from raw the same night or something along those lines so it's really awesome to you know see the widened range of like you know different kinds of talent from the u.s and also the uk but like also have that foundation as well uh lamb says and i guess kind of what what jack was doing so i guess he is representing jack this week says it's okay to have u.s talents coming in but i'll let them go over the uk talent doesn't look good at all for nxt uk and that's kind of the thing i'm struggling with because as a uk fan i know if i was playing with the, to- the, the action figures in the box. There's no way that UK will lose all these matches. But frankly, NXT gets a fraction of the viewers of SmackDown and UK gets a fraction of the viewers of NXT. And so it's kind of like usually bigger stars do go over, brother. So I'm always torn when it comes to that. So yeah. uh, Dylan Matthew says, uh, I want to know how they film these NXT UK episodes. How often does Fallon and Briggs and Jensen go back and forth? So to what I understand, I don't believe in spoilers, but if you want, NXT UK is filmed the next four weeks in advance. In fact, there was mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a wrinkle in the NXT United Kingdom title picture that I won't go into detail in. So I got a feeling they take a day, they like four or five episodes or four or five weeks, and then they kind of break. Because I think Nigel's back in the US. He's not seen on camera. So I think that's kind of how they do it. They stack them and do it. But uh, And I'm also, with Dylan, it's just NXT UK, so they NXT 2.0. Because frankly, before the pandemic, my favorite pay-per-view going in was Worlds Collide. That was a banger. Um, so uh, Isla Dawn won the the match this week Mike how do you feel about wrestling's current influx of spooky gimmicks whether you are House of Black or the Diet or Schism or Schism Isla Dawn is a witch are you over it or you want more of it are you about it how do you feel I'm over it (laughs) like like seriously like we don't need more spooky gimmicks I mean like (laughs) we we had the Fiend we had the House of Black we have like what come on it's over it's over man yeah schism you're right you're right you're right it is schism (laughs) formerly joe gase in the the dyad which sounds like a rock band but yes it's schism now but i like guys she's kind of kooky i like that um the fact that like over the last year she was like conjuring something in a cauldron is pretty dope Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Saray, who had a little bit of that backstage uh, interaction with the UK women's champion, Mako Sadamore, was like, I was being nice, now I'm demanding a title match. Mako Sadamore, whether you are a fan of UK or not, is an absolute legend in this business. But who can topple the final boss, Mike? Who can take down Mako? That's a good question. I mean, Saray has to be a part of that conversation. But at the same time, I mean, like you have all these other different talented uh, wrestlers in the women's division of NXT UK. Um, oh my goodness, I I would even say maybe. Oh man, oh I can't even. Why can't I not think of anybody on the top of my head right now? It's like it's Lash that Legend. Deep. I heard it. <laughs> Lash Legend. Okay, there we go. Lash Legend. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> like, like we, we complained about U.S. talent going over. <laughs> if Lash won the U.S. UK Women's Championship, we have Zaya Brookside. 
Oh, Daddy! And Zaya Brookside's gonna win. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what? I'm with that. You know, because yeah. she's her and Eric Alexandra are actually on a winning streak, I believe. If they're not yeah, a winning streak, I've, they've been featured pretty heavily. So. I've mentioned it on this show before in the comments section, and I will mention it here on air. Zaya Brookside, your next NXT UK Women's Champion. And I'm so glad that Lamb says this. Is this really a question, Blair Davenport? Why? Because it's Davenport. But it looks to me that she has a roadblock next week in a Mel. A Mel? After a year of having that big three promo, was done playing games. Blair Davenport's back from an injury. It is momentum against momentum. And everything says Blair Davenport, the former Bia Priestley, is going to go over that matchup. But Amel is no slouch. I know we're going ahead, Mike, but let me ask you this. Does Amel have a chance of putting away Blair Davenport? Oh, man. I don't know what that sound was, but <laughs> that, 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 um, that, is, that, that is a good question. Um. There's a good chance. I always say that, uh, to quote one famous wrestler, that uh, somebody said this, but uh, any person with two hands has a fighting chance. <laughs> oh, that's deep. That is deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I want to melt to win, but frankly, Blair Davenport's been untouchable. I mean, she's just she's that good. Uh, and and Lamb also uh, agrees once more that the hope of French hope will fail. But that's just only one side of the title picture. The other side, we were talking about this before going live. Andy Shepard, friend of the show, former uh, guest of the show that got us that award right there. I got to plug it. Was in a sit down between Ilya Dragunov, the Czar, and Wolfgang. My pick to win the original NXT UK title tournament. I'll say it till I die. They're going to have a match in about uh, two weeks. Now, Mike. We all know Ilya Dragunov was the one on top of Walter slash Gunther. We all know that Ilya Dragunov can go, but there's something that tells me that his days as champ may be numbered. Mm. Um, That is a good little observation there, Flobo. I mean, that's why I love the show. <laughs> that's that, that's <laughs> one of the reasons. Um, But no, honestly, I see your point. That there might be a little bit of a roadblock, but I just don't see Wolfgang taking the title. I mean, Gallus is not going to gain the title. They've tried multiple, multiple, multiple times, uh, but I don't think it's time. I think Dragunov is going to retain, and um, it's going to have to be someone like Dragunov or even better than Dragunov to take that title. I oh, think it's going to for a little bit. You're going to tell me Wolfgang can't do it because he's tried and tried and tried. But you're like, you know, Trent Seven can be champion. He's been trying all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Uh, and shout out to everyone checking out live um, all over the streaming services. Make sure to drop a like, comment, subscribe. It's Draped in Gold. Let more drapedingold.com being alongside Mike Oaxla. Uh, we talked about uh, all things happening with your boy Shaw Samuels last week and also on Twitter, how you lost his money in that uh, Heritage Cup bet which sucks but i want to talk to you a little bit about josh morell josh morell was a guy that i liked for months i always put him over he finally got his victory and he had a match against dave massive dave massive put josh away but after seemingly a barrage of moves and i like myself a good hoss match i like myself a good match of clash of styles mike wexler dave massive is the bomber the heaviest man on the NXT United Kingdom roster, but always seems he seems to struggle, even in winning. What's going on with Dave Mastiff? We don't know. That's that, that's one of those uh, I plead the fifth kind of moments because you don't really <laughs> want to comment on uh, something that really can't be fully answered. But I love Dave Mastiff. I think that the size, the ability, the mobility that he has inside the ring is phenomenal. Um, but this was just not one of his nights. And Josh proved that, you know, he get those big victories, especially against a bigger guy in Dave Bass. 
I mean, look, Josh got Josh didn't win the match. Dave Master did, but it, it wasn't clean. It wasn't like he totally dominated. So I get you. I get you when it's like a win that feels like a loss. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Jack Star is still injured. We don't know when he's going to come back. But the one thing I always wanted to know about Dave is what's been his hold up, his hindrance. I want him to be champion. I want him to be Heritage Cup champion. I want to see more uh, from the Bomber because uh, I love the beard. The beard gang always uh, works. And Lamb is with me. Dave Master has missed the killer instinct since coming back. And that's even with Jack Stars, even with the training, even with getting the motorcycle cut. It just feels like this is, oh, I'm missing a little bit of that spice. And that guy has to be frustrating. Can you tell me someone, Mike, in your perspective, on any roster, AEW, NXT, that like is great, has all the tools, but just could not put it all together? Man, that is a good question. And we're talking about all rosters here. All um, rosters, baby. Man, I'm going to have to say that they have all the momentum, but they just need that extra little boost. If we're talking about all rosters here, how can you not say Ricky Starks? Mm. I think he has everything that he he needs. He has the talent. He has everything. It's just right now, it's not. He's not going to where he needs to go because uh, Southern California talent, by the way, uh, for Ricky Starks coming over. Biased. To You're biased. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, like he's a phenomenal talent. He debuted against Cody Rhodes in the TNT Championship. Uh, open challenge and he got signed because of that um and it's been over almost two years now i think almost or it's already been over two years um it's he's still not tnt champion he's not aew world champion he's not even the all-atlantic champion like it's the the man needs to be champion man the great theme song great look great attitude great stuff in the ring i mean he could even care i think he at one point in time i could be wrong he did carry, I think it was Will Hobbs at the time before he was powerhouse Hobbs in an in a match against a um yeah on AEW Dark. So um it the the dude needs a championship. So oh yeah. Let's talk about someone else who needs a championship if you're Jack Farmer. Nina Samuels had a match against Amelia McKenzie, and Amelia McKenzie gets to win. No surprise there. But Nina Samuels is a kind of slip on a banana peel antagonist, we don't use insider terms in the show, that Jack Farmer loves, says the best person on the roster is the Nina Samuels show. Nina Samuels even retweeted it, saying that Jack Farmer is better than Global Boys, which I disagree with. But question for you, for you, Sock Monkey Mike, are you pro or anti Nina Samuels? I am pro Nina Samuels. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Flobo. Of course, I'm pro Flobo. Let's get that. <laughs> I'm pro Flobo, but like Nina Samuels, uh, I agree with Jack. I mean, uh, she has the talent, she has the entertainment skills, um, you know, and just seeing her have her own show and being entertaining. She's doing all this up basically for PT Sports and um, seeing her stuff inside the ring. It's really awesome to, you know, uh, see that hard work put in. I really hope that she does become champion, hopefully in the near future. Oh, for the record, I would never talk smack to somebody that could put me in a headlock. So, Nina Samuels, we do love you. I just do this in jest. <laughs> uh, before we move on to NXT 2.0, uh, Mike Wexler, any final notes or anything you want to share about the show this week? Uh, I do want to say that uh, NXT UK is a show that I definitely need to keep up to date more on. And I do apologize if... Uh, if it's not 100% uh, since day one of the NXT UK show that I've been watching, I think I've only watched the first episode after the tournament um, that I started watching NXT UK. And um, it's a great show. I, I saw some great um, things for this episode as well. Uh, the contract signing, I do want to go back to that again with Ija and, um, and Wolfgang. 
I think it was really good. I think the 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 camera angles, the intensity of the moment, and the seriousness of even Wolfgang was really good. So that, I think that was really the highlight of me for NXT UK today. Oh yeah, and I even like did it kind of uh, tweeted and half jest about the, the that Andy Shepard should get a BAFTA for his professionalism, but it did feel different. It, it wasn't the standard like uh, I'm going to go in the ring with a table, and of course the table is always going to flip, and so it's going to go through the table. It just felt con- felt intense, felt consistent, and no one was a good guy or a bad guy. It just won the same prize, I guess. So. All right, let's get into it. Uh, NXT 2.0, down south swag. Uh, our social media moment actually occurred in our main event. A number one contenders battle royal for the NXT Women's Championship with the returning Zoe Stark getting the win. Now, here's the thing I have. Here's a problem. You can walk me through this sock monkey, Mike. I like the match. I like Zoe Stark returning. Zoe Stark is a workhorse. She is a beast. Um, what I didn't like, though, is just Wade Barrett being like, yeah, those clues were her. <laughs> the puzzle's over, guys. Uh, here you go. Uh, thoughts about the match? Thoughts about the reveal? Thoughts about Zoe Stark? So, it was funny that you said that because I was watching NXT 2.0 Live and I saw the um, the barcode on my television. I was like, what is this? So, I, I uh, scanned it and I was like, it's just boots. It's literally just boots. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, up next. I'm like, okay. So, I'm watching all the entrants. I'm watching, you know, um, Core Jade. Um, all, all, all the women's roster beyond this um, this battle royal. And then out comes Zoe Stark. I'm like, yo, we have not seen her in some time. I think a couple months, I think somebody had said on commentary. Yeah. Um, and it's it, it was uh-huh. truly awesome to see her uh to see her return and see her dominate. Um, but it was kind of funny that you pointed that out because I was like, did he did he really just say that? <laughs> did he really just say that? Like, wow, oh my yeah. gosh, like that was a real bull hammer. Right. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, <laughs> so here's the deal. I, I, I like Zoe Stark a lot. And this time last year, she was a, the undisputed, like, like, like tough nose, uh, like powerhouse on the roster. But since then, there have been a lot of women, especially people who don't have similar characters like Tiffany Stratton. I can fill that role. Does Zoe Stark have an opportunity to still break out through that while she has her, her match against Mandy Rose? Or is she going to get lost in the shuffle? So, the, I don't know if people are going to like this answer. Oh, so, let's do it. So, okay. <laughs> Zoe Stark is a phenomenal athlete. I think that she has the talent. I believe that she has the in-ring work. Um, I believe that she could get behind the crowd. However, just like Roderick Strong... She does not have a personality. What? I don't. I don't see a very engaging personality within Star- Zoe Stark. Um, you know the former NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. Um, I just again, I I don't see the, you know, like like the personality, something that you could get behind. That that was a huge problem with Roderick Strong during his early days in NXT. That's why he joined Undisputed Era back in the day because he really needed that boost. He really needed those other people to get you know him to have a personality still sadly he can't find that but <laughs> oh he's hilarious <laughs> now come on guy listen to me no one listens to me why <laughs> yeah but no i love zori stark i think she has a great potential of becoming your new nxt women's champion um but i i don't think this is going to be the time i think mandy rose is going to retain Fair enough. Uh, but let's talk about the other. Uh, no, because I mean, because the chat's agreeing with you. Like uh, Dylan Matthew says, uh, Stark is bland AF. But I was like, look, 
you never had a chance to see who she was when she got back. This could be different. Because I think what worked for her going in before injury was being the straight person to Io Shirai's craziness. So now Io Shirai is theoretically off the table. I don't know what's going on with her. Here's a chance for her to have a personality of her own. But the A1 story, or the 1A story, is Cora Jade. Come up here, full antagonist, throwing titles in the trash. I guess that championship is over. I have no idea. What do you make of that? Core J used to be happy-go-lucky with a skateboard. She skated only 10 feet, and now the whole world <laughs> is against her. Man, oh, man. I thought we went back into a time machine and went back to the late 90s of the Monday Night Wars, and we were at WCW where Alondra Blaze threw the WWF women's title in the trash. That's something that I saw within this promo with the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, I thought the promo was very good. It reminded me a lot of like Tommaso Ciampa back in the day uh, when he was having that rivalry with Johnny Gargano. It was the introduction of a new heel character. That's what we're seeing right here with Cora Jade. Um, I'm really excited to see where she goes. I'm hoping that she'll gain some NXT Women's Championships more in the future. Um, I believe she would be, no, I think Io Shirai was already the first NXT and, uh, women's and tag team champion. So um, maybe she could be like the second or third one. But I'm really excited to see where her career is going to go at this point. What do you think about the titles then? I mean, you have one person who's theoretically injured, right? And you have someone that threw away the titles in the trash. So is that division done? Are you going to do a tournament? Is it going to be combined with the main roster titles? What's up? To be honest with you, Flobo, I do not know. Um, that's one of those questions. Speculate, gonna, damn it. <laughs> speculate. That, that's kind of one of those questions <laughs> where you have to find out. But if I have to make a speculation, I think that those NXT women's titles are going to have a home again. Um, okay. I think that we're going to have brand new NXT UK. Uh, UK. I'm sorry. <laughs> NXT 2.0 uh, tag team champions. And um, I don't know which tag team, though. That, that's something that's going to be uh, something in the works. Fair enough. I just want to know what was going to happen with that. I mean, it was the cleanest trash I've ever seen, but I didn't know that that meant for the titles. Uh, let's let's go to the top of the card here. Uh, J.D. McDonough, the former Jordan Devlin, had a match against Cameron Grimes, but J.D. get the victory due to some little bit of shenanigans on the outside, but the story I walked away with is not now. Cameron Grimes is having a losing streak of the ages. He's getting in his own head. He's getting some of that Wesley tea. What's going on, Sucker Monkey Mike, with Cameron Grimes? Oh, man. Well, Forever Cameron Grimes will always be going to the moon, of course. Um, I don't know. It's I love Cameron Grimes, but I feel like that this losing streak is probably a long-time storytelling thing. I feel like that maybe it's going to develop into maybe like a return of Ted DiBiase, or maybe we might see like a rebrand of Cameron Grimes, which I hope. I hope it doesn't mean that he gets rid of the locks and the beard, but, you know, hopefully um you know hopefully we just see the the like maybe a good repackage maybe a good rebrand um or just maybe we might get a push in the future so i'm hoping good things for cameron grimes yeah i think the rich cameron grimes has run its course but i will say that was a very hot two years man the the just say i i invested in dogecoin and i got GameStop <laughs> stock and, and teddy biasi stuff was going to be some of the stuff in late period 1.0 uh, NXT that we're going to forget about, but it's going to be so awesome. So I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of sad with the with the losing streak. I hope they do something with them. JD McDonough, I, I liked him in UK. He seemed like he's a superstar when he's a champion. I don't think he's figured quite what makes JD McDonough different than Jordan Devlin. And it's very, very apparent, but maybe over time that may change. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, I will still always call him Jordan Devlin because that name is so hard to say. J.D. McDonough. <laughs> yeah. J so, do, you, do you say you chant McDonough or do you say J.D.? J.D.? 
hey, with wrestling fans, you always got to say anything short. That's why we had the yes chant because literally that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Let's let's you mentioned him before. Let's talk about it now. Roderick Strong had a match against Damian Kemp to teach him something. Okay. But in the meantime, Tony D'Angelo's family was beating up the Creed brothers backstage because Ivy Nile was having a Capri Sun somewhere. Wh whatever. So they both get distracted, and Roderick Strong gets mad that Damon gets distracted and beats him to prove a lesson. But then he gets mad when Damon doesn't go after him. So what is going on with Diamond Mike? Mike, what what is it still forever? Oh my gosh. I to be honest with you, Flobo, I think this will be the end of Diamond Mind. You know what I mean? Because like we had this hype package to introduce them. It was something big. And then we have, you know, all these members. I think one of the members like disappeared. I don't remember, but it was. Uh, well, yeah. Ma was it Machibon? I don't remember what his name uh, was. Uh, Hatchet Man disappeared. Uh, uh, Tyler, yeah. Tyler Rust is gone. Malcolm Bivens is gone. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. this is this is the start of the end of Diamond Mine. Because like I mentioned, like you had mentioned right now, like three of the members left. Um, and really, there's nothing really left for, you know, uh, who do you have? You just have the Creed brothers and, you know, you have Camp who's being built as this, this, you know, uh, it, it, what I, my eye is kind of like a Kurt Angle kind of character Ooh. where you see him, you know, as this collegiate athlete and trying to develop him into his own, you know, star. And then you have Roger Strong, who's a former NXT, you know, uh, cruiserweight champion. And then really there's nothing else for him. So like there's really nothing else that you could do except, you know, break away from what has already started. So I see Diamond Mind sadly going in the rough. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I hate puns. I hate puns. <laughs> and there goes Diamond Mind. I mean, I love Diamond Mind, but I mean, I, th I think this is the time. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I mean, it, it's kind of sad to see uh, uh, factions break up, and I'm starting to get them in mind now, unfortunately. But it does seem the creeds are destined for bigger things. It seems Ivy Nile could be the heir apparent to being the next superstar to come across that brand. So why not? Right. Uh, but speaking of tag team action, uh, the NXT UK Tag Team Championships are on the line stateside. Pretty deadly and cowboy hats and cow pattern tops with chest windows. Had a match against Briggs and Jensen. And this one here went to the Americans. UFA brings the Jensen. Them good old boys retain. Oh yeah. I thought that was a great match. I loved Pretty Deadly's outfits of the cow pattern shirts and the and the cowboy hats. I, that, that was phenomenal. Right. It reminded me a lot of uh Brizongo when they were doing that kind of stuff. Um so it was kind of cool kind of seeing that a little bit back. Um but I was voting for Pretty Deadly to take it back to the UK. Like, you know, us NXT UK fans wanted those titles back home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dylan Matthews is saying pun calendar. So for those of you who don't know, uh, my co-host on the Mac Mania podcast, Evan Mack, got me a pun calendar for Christmas uh, this year or next year or whatever. So if you give me the big screen today, uh, the th Thursday, July 21st, <laughs> says uh, man in boxers leads police chase on brief chase. Sorry. Man in boxers leads police on brief chase. And this is why I hate puns, because I even say them wrong. So, <laughs> got to move on. Uh, Lamb also says, uh, Pretty Deadly was in such a disadvantage due to manager interference. How are you going to defend this flow? Well, you know what? Phil Henley was not interfering. And Jack Farmer, if you were here, would say something along the lines of, Fallon Henley has a managerial license. What's the big deal? Pretty Deadly <laughs> knew exactly what they were getting into. They just couldn't get it done. Yes, boy. I mean, that that's true. I mean, Fallon, I mean, to be fair, though, 
I gotta, I gotta piggyback on what Jack Farmer said. No, manager don't do that. license. <laughs> 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 oh man, but no, honestly, Fallon Henley's killing it. Um, she does have a good manager license over there, so she's good. Um, and uh, yeah, she has the freedom to do whatever she has to do to keep those titles on her tag team. Whatever. Hey, if you're pretty deadly, do you challenge again, or is it kind of like a moot point this time? That's a good question. Um, I'd say for pretty deadly, because I feel like that with their gimmick, with their star-studded powder, go after the NXT tag team titles. Bring the NXT tag team titles to the UK. Ooh, that'd be a Worlds Collide moment. Why not? Uh, here's a very important question I need you to ask. I need to ask you. Uh, why is Zion Quinn so lame? <laughs> Zion Quinn is not lame. <laughs> he is developing. <laughs> he is in development of being a a sinister man. Okay, he literally jumped Apollo Cruz, and it was you know it like I, I see it. I love the beard. I remember Zion Quinn back before he had the beard and he was babyface and he was a part of Total Flog. Shout out to uh, Duke Hudson for that uh, for that series back in the day. But you know what? There's going to be a future for Zion Quinn. Trust me when I say that. You're going to see him as NXT champion before the end of this year. Trust me on that. What? You have Zion Quinn winning the NXT championship at the end of this year. I don't, but I'm having confidence <laughs> that he does. <laughs> well, he calls himself, I can't believe I'm saying this, the X Factor. And he's going to have a match against Apollo Crews next week. Tell me how Apollo Crews does not win this match. Easy. Apollo Crews is not going to win this match. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. I can't. Uh, Lamb says, what are you talking about? Quinn is an X Factor. Look at him. He has the look. He has the skills. And look at his look. And that's the problem, man. If I picked the new crop of characters at a lineup, I would have picked up Braun Breaker and I was in Zion Quinn. These guys I thought were going to be the biggest ones ever. But Zion Quinn has just been floating around wearing his Hurley and his giant sunglasses. Like, what is going on with that man? <laughs> I mean, he could be the new American badass. He's not even American. I get, I get it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we'll yeah, call yeah. Him, no, 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 no. We'll call him the UK's badass. I think he's from like New Zealand or something. Anyway, it's <laughs> 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 UK Bay 2.0. Doesn't time for my favorite premium live event survivor series. I hate you. I hate the strong word, but I hate you. Uh, and of course, hot, hot take Mike. <laughs> no, I, I'm down with Dylan Matthews. I, I always tease him because he knows how to troll me as hard as possible. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Zion Quinn. I hope, hopefully, we'll know what's going on with him as he loses. World champion, Flobo, world champion by the end of 2022. <laughs> that is a hot, a scorching take, if I've ever heard it. Uh, but speaking of um, hot takes, uh, Braun Breaker looked for JD McDonough immediately an hour after he wrestled last week, and he was like, Where the hell? But then JD basically broke down the power of ligaments and tendons in your shoulder. Kind of a weird segment. I want to see the match still. But I'm not sure if I'm on okay with the ride to this match. Breaker versus JD McDonough. It's an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, this, I think, Flobo, correct me if I'm wrong. I will. This is the first NXT UK, uh, excuse me, NXT uh, Cruiserweight Champion that is going after the NXT main title. Or at least a former NXT uh, Cruiserweight Champion. 
Uh, second, it'll be Santos first over the first one. Santos, okay, okay. Uh, so I think this is a really interesting. <laughs> the more you know, <laughs> you know, like it's no, it's honestly, it's cool to see JD go after it. Um, again, I find it weird, like you had mentioned before, how he wrestled, but then he couldn't be found. Right, it just doesn't add up. But I love the promo that JD did, kind of telling the butt, like the ligaments of the shoulder. I think as someone that loves anatomy. Right, it that it was awesome to see kind of that style of. So program. basically, the, the the ratings creators over one guy in Southern California spiked. You're like, yeah. <laughs> no, no I I loved it. I mean, I I'm not a huge fan of Braun Breaker. Um, I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wh- why? He, you can't sit here and tell me Zion Quinn has all the tools and total package. They'd be like, Braun Breaker, man. What? what? <laughs> and by the way, for those who are wondering what meh is that's my interpretation of saying like someone is mid yeah twitter spaces weekly talk monkey mike uh follow him for more mass shows but explain yourself man okay so broad breaker to put it in short because i could take up this entire podcast for an hour about why we got time so (laughs) no honestly broad breaker just to me does not does not exude a champion he does not exude a main roster star um, you know, and then and to Dylan's point, it, you know, as a baby face, he's men. Now, if he was a heel and they actually kind of put some time behind his character, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 that would be way better than what he's presented. Now, all he does is go to the ring flow bone. You have to agree with me on this okay. and go hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> that he barks at the crowd. He does not, his in-ring style is subpar at best subpar. Barry mid like he's had matches with Dolph Ziggler. He lost the title to Dolph Ziggler and the got greatest champion of all time, you know, and it's, it's, it's why just why if you, if you want to be NXT champion one time and lose it, don't ever go after it again. You are making absolutely no sense. Now, if you think Braun Breaker is mid, I disagree, but that's fine. If you say all he does is bark, I disagree, but that's fine. But look at any Zion Quinn match before he charges the elbow. He does like a mini haka, and he barks the same way. So you can't tell me there's X-Factor future champion on one hand and Zion Quinn. And they're like, Braun Breaker's lame on the other. What? Braun Breaker is trying to be what Scott Steiner was. And what's that? Trying to be the... <laughs> what did he call himself? The big, the big booty, booty daddy. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, justice for Braun, man. Look, he's he's going, the, he's trying to do the best he can. All right. His name is Braun Breaker. I'm not really sure what he's about. I don't think he knows what he's about either. And I could I could admit that there's some room for development for Braun. But you just Mid. sat there, you just Mid. sat there and said Zion Quinn was going to be the future champion. He's <laughs> he gonna do it. Big, this is the same exact thing Braun does. He's gonna do works. what Shane Thorne did not do. <laughs> <laughs> I Shout mean, out to you, Shane Hayes. I love you. <laughs> Uh, here's the clarity. So I thought Zion Quinn was from New Zealand. Dylan Matthews says uh, he's from Brisbane, uh, Australia, and uh, he played rugby league for New Zealand and Samoa. Work that out. I refuse. Okay. It's so weird. And he also says that there are Mike to tell Jack former Braun Breaker is mid on this very program. I think he just did. Hey, and Jack. Then- hey, Jack, if you're watching this from home or whatever, celebrating your birthday, Braun Breaker is mid. <laughs> no one, Jack Farmer, he probably has a private booth at the Applebee's eating his cobbler <laughs> with a little ice cream on top. Going to stop mid-bite. Yep, I'm just going to be bro. eating here with my salad, and I'm just going to be... <laughs> wow. Okay, let's talk about things. Also- Hashtag change section, by the way. 
Yeah. Oh, Shade Thor is dope, man. I like it. Tia, somebody don't kneel. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, speaking of things that are kind of interesting, you mentioned it about a couple of minutes ago, but Axiom, the kind of sort of ultimate dimension version of a kid against Dante <laughs> Chen. Uh, Dante Chen, I've talked about a lot in the show. Another person I thought was going to be presented to be a big star doesn't really work out. The star of a level up, if I'm being honest with you. But Axiom, I'm I'm in, I'm on board. I'm on board with the speed, the pacing of it all. The question becomes: Is it kind of cartoony to have a someone who wasn't Luchador go into Luchador thing with the power of mathematics? Okay, you're not going to like my opinion on this logo, and I already I'm going to love your opinion. So. First and foremost, Axiom's mask. Wait, before I even say it, Flobo, are you a fan of independent wrestling, right? Oh, uh, yeah, more or less. Okay, do you know what Warrior Wrestling is? Yes. Do you know what their logo looks like? It's like Razor a little wing. helmet. It's like a little helmet. It's like a... That looks exactly like Axiom's mask. So it, the whole gimmick is invalidated now? He's a new mask or what? No, 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 no. The whole gimmick, I don't like the whole gimmick in general. To me, it's like a very Walmart version of the Hurricane. It's like, it's very they, special graphics and oh, he's going fast. But in reality, he's like walking like 0.5 miles per hour. And he's like, yeah, and I'm doing these flippy moves and I'm doing all this. I'm like, yo. You first people of- love flippy moves, independent wrestling fans. We all want flippy moves all the time. <laughs> okay, but no, but this is, I'm just going to say it. A kid better than Axiom. Don't at me. What, what what makes AK better than Axiom? No, this is a valid point. I disagree with this because I think it's still early to tell you yet. But what, what, in your opinion, what made A kid better than the man who played Axiom? Although A kid does not have any of her personality, he had more personality than Axiom did. And Axiom doesn't talk. <laughs> so if you have zero and you're saying it also has zero, you're saying zero is worth more than zero, is what you're saying. It, basically. <laughs> but why? Let me know. Educate me. I'm not as smart as okay, you. So here's me the I'm the public so, school. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> so, no, here's the thing. So. Axiom, like I said, I just don't see anything in Axiom because, like, it's just very <sighs> stop. There's an Axiom coming to see exactly because, <laughs> because Axiom is your typical superhero character. He's like, in a, in a sense, he like he gives me so much of Sin Cara vibes. He I agree with that. He has this like, oh, he's mysterious. He doesn't. No one knows who he is behind the mask. Even though technically, when we saw Sin Cara, we all knew who was behind the mask, and that was Uniko. <laughs> the first one <laughs> yeah so like you know it's it's one of those things where like axiom is just a copy and paste of what we've seen before it's nothing exciting it's nothing of like oh this is something brand new it's the same thing it's just a co- it's just rinse and repeat you know what i mean like when a kid was on nxt uk and i think a little bit on nxt if i'm not mistaken yeah think, he was right? around the uh, wrestlemania season Right. You know, like he he had some sort of a personality. That's where that zero kind of escalates a little bit. Like that's he had the smile. He has the look to him. Like, why did you put a man <laughs> just failed at having zero? Like, sorry. You know, but like that zero has more a little bit of value than Axiom, which Axiom, oh, I could do what Lindsay Dorado did, but actually, <laughs> you know, okay. like so I I I will say this. The the when you strip away the math stuff. There's nothing really new and fresh about Axiom. No. But I offer this as a counterpoint. 
in an era where Lindsay Dorado is not even on the, on TV, if not in the company anymore, where there's no one in that promotion NXT wearing a mask, when there's someone which you admit had no personality and there's no superheroes quote unquote on a brand where everyone's trying to do these larger life characters, would not it be behoove a brand to have one at the ready for a new generation? There's a new, you mentioned it right now, there's a new generation this is a new time. As one person once said, as trends change throughout time, so does WWE. So does NXT. I got that from a video game, actually. So, haha, WWE 13. No, uh, <laughs> WWE 12 or 13, whichever of those two. Um, but um, but no, like, times change. And we, at, at least for me, at least, and what I have seen, we don't need a superhero gimmick anymore because we've seen so many as wrestling fans. We've had, God, we've had Nikki A.S.H. That's the most recent, you know, um, thing that I can remember, like, in terms of nowadays times. We've had the Hurricane. We've had um, we've had Paul Birchall, if you want to count him as a superhero. He was a pirate. Um, that doesn't count. <laughs> he was like, a pirate. We, we, we had, um, oh, my gosh, he was a part of Three Minute Warning. Oh, my gosh. He was superhero. Oh, Rosie. Expert. Rosie, yeah, we had Rosie, uh, Mighty Molly, like, like we we've seen these twenty characters. years ago, twenty years ago. Well, no, but like what I'm saying is that we've seen it throughout time that we don't have to see it again. Well, and again, uh, Sin Cara is another example. Sin Cara was Sin Cara was ten years ago. Let me get some of these comments out the way. I'm gonna give it a hold. Up. So Cedric says, agree with you. He says, which superheroes have worked out in pro wrestling? Uh, Mon says, Axios has like a prescription medicine, which Dylan says, Axiom does sound like you should take it on the American drug ads where they warn you to take Axiom. So if you don't die, if you take them, you might die. Uh, look, it's like this. It, it, I am of a certain age, right? I'm in, I'm in my mid-30s. I'm okay with saying how old I am. You're 25 years old to me, Philobo. If, if I'm 25, so is Jack Farmer. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, but I'm at the age now where I would theoretically have children. And I understand that Sin Cara, I, I loved him, but no one else pretty much did. That was 10 years ago. Rey Mysterio was over the age of 50. These superhero characters are 25 years old. I'm not saying Axe a superhero, but why not have someone in a mask that can understand what it means to be a lucha on this brand where there's no one else that does it can't do it i can't <laughs> do it no nope no you can give what? me a million dollar check right now and say hey just say that axiom is better than so and so i will not say it so okay okay if you if you had a kid on the roster you just say come to nxt 2.0 completely unchanged as you were in the uk would that be enough to get him on top of the card Yes. A kid, and I love A kid. A kid as a <laughs> the, a, the A stands for anonymous. You want to have that guy main event WrestleMania. Not the person. I'm talking about the character. Okay. I would not have a main event WrestleMania, but <laughs> but I would have him on my card rather than Axiom doing his little flippy stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying when when Axiom teams with Jojo Siwa to take on Logan Paul and Jake Paul and next for his mania, it's gonna be all thanks to me, Flo Pito. I know how to book him. Just putting it out there. Anyway, I got to move on in interest of time. Uh, real quick, thoughts about Giovanni Vinci? He's been on the roster for about six weeks or five weeks. I will always call him Fabian Eichner. <laughs> I will still always call him Fabian Eichner. He has the – I think he slimmed down a little bit from what I understand because he used to be more buff, and then I think he had slimmed down a little bit. Um, you know, But I love the gimmick. I love the the accent that he has, the the bling, the, the swag that he has. Um, I, if I if I see more of him inside the ring within the next couple of weeks, I think that possibly he could be the next uh, 
NXT uh, North American champion. I actually like Giovanni Vinci as an idea, like having this, like, again, I'm a big fan of the, um, the people who are so rich. They don't have to wrestle, but they do it for fun. Like uh, I like how Dudley was in Street Fighter 3 or how Del Rio was in SmackDown era. Uh, but, so I'm on board with the character. I think the presentation is kind of muddled. I don't know if he's just rich or a fashionista or conceited or a celebrity or just like a guy who is in tune with Italian culture living in Florida. It's not really clear. Uh, but that's just me. So... Uh, we get the reveal of the schism. It, there are the former James Drake and Zach Gibson, Jagger Reed, and Rip Fowler are now rolling with Joe Gacy. And Mike, you shake your head, bro. What's up? <laughs> they shave the beards of Zach Gibson and James Drake. Yeah. Well, they, no, they 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 kind of like trim the beard. No, nah, they shave it. They totally shave it. <laughs> like when I first okay. <laughs> Why, why when I first saw Zach Gibson, did I think that was Voldemort? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. He looks super young and not in a good way. Like I don't know. Like he, they look so like they they like they look like I don't know about you, Flobo, but they look like they just got their paycheck. They're like, man, we're getting paid like half of what we got paid before, and we have to do this. <laughs> well, I want to uh, mention uh, Cedric Welton, who's in the chat here, because he had mentioned something on Twitter about this being a demotion for grizzled young veterans. And on some level, yes, because I, I have the, the scarf, and I thought they were cool. They should be tag team champions. But this time last year, these guys were bumbling backstage, pretending to be U uh, NXT tag team championship with a grandma. They were stealing DoorDash orders. They were eating wings backstage. Is it really a demotion if you're not even in featured in matchups? That's a good question. I will say to this, I will still stand with my saying, they got downgraded bad. Like okay. they, they they could still be, you know, chilling backstage doing all this, but like this is a downgrade, like a huge. You went from Parker Bardot, or I'm sorry, Harland, right, to wash down, like not even Walmart at this point. Okay, so there's this for those contacts. There's a there's a store next to my house named Stater Brothers. I don't know if you guys heard of it, but like a Stater <laughs> Brothers version of of of. Damn, like one person into two people. Like so, Santa Brothers. For those who don't know, because we're international audience, it's like a chain of grocery stores in Orange County. But like, it's an Orange County grocery chain for the working class. Yeah, <laughs> for those who work for a living, we go to. Or basically, in, in broader <laughs> terms, in broader terms, <laughs> the young grizzled veterans were Diet Coke. <laughs> this Dang. is Pepsi. This is Pepsi. Dang. Actually, not even Pepsi. Um, like the the store branded soda. Oh, uh, Dr. Check. Was that Winn-Dixie? I don't know. Yep. Uh, uh, well. Oh, Shasta. Shasta. Okay, I'm not going to go with those puns. That's a pun that no one will get on this side of the pond because Harlan now plays for Man City. Uh, uh, Cedric says, uh, doing that at GYV feels like a hate crime that I can't even prove it yet. Uh, I Look, I, I love the Grizzly Young Veterans. I remember in UK where people took their shoes off in protest for Zach Gibson because you hate Zach Gibson through your shoes off. But you're at a crossroads in this company. Right. You have mm -hmm. to look around and say, if you're being yourself, if you're being the badass wrestler, you don't survive. We love Io Shirai. She hasn't been on television for weeks. You need something else. And granted, you could argue is being behind Joe Casey the answer. I'm not so sure, but I can't write this off as an insta fail until they do something with it. I can't say that. I'm going to say this is an instant f -f 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 failure. Whoa, right instant failure. Dead yep. arrival. 
All right. Yep. Well, I got two more questions for you before we get out of here, Mike, before I, I pop a vein this side <laughs> of my neck. Uh, what's the deal with this Wesley Grayson Waller feud? Are you on board or not? Um, that's a good question. I feel like that it, it's something new. I feel like that it's going to be, um, again, it has to kind of grow out more within the next few weeks. Um, Grayson Waller, I'm a huge fan of, uh, the confidence, the cockiness. He's the one that got Johnny Gargano out of NXT quotation marks. Kind of, um, um, yep. yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm really interested in seeing this rivalry, um, hopefully it'll develop more within the next couple of weeks to really have me gain a good idea of what an opinion I could gain off of this. Oh, oh, so now you're saying wait and see? Just a minute ago, <laughs> you're like instant. Now you're like, oh, you know, Wesley, Grayson Wall, we gotta wait and see. Uh, I'm just teasing you. And finally, tonight we had a bit of a segment in the barber shop. Carmelo Hayes, Chuck Williams are talking their talk, shooting the breeze. And it looks like this North American title division is like the hottest division in wrestling. Because now you have not only Carmelo and, and Trick Williams, but you also have Sol Sokoa, Von Wagner, Paula Cruz, Giovanni Vinci. Everyone's in this mix. Is your division hotter than North American title division? Is well, you, So you're asking if the North American division is the hottest at, like in NXT? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, there's more story with that than the NXT title. Let's be honest. True. Um, and, uh, you know, another unpopular opinion, hot take right here. Hot. Your new NXT North American champion. Drum roll, please. Michael Wexler. The man, the myth, the legend. Solo Sokoa will be your new Whoa. NXT North American champion by the end of 2022. You look at just the way that he's been growing on NXT. And for those who don't know, he was formerly known as FFA2 um, in the independent scene. Phenomenal guy. He was known as the answer, I believe. Or no, the problem. The problem. Um, and seeing him have that personality from the independent scene into NXT 2.0. Sure, there's a new look. He's blonde now. Before, back then, he had like the braids and he was brown haired. Um, but now looking at um, seeing him develop an NXT 2.0 and seeing him have this kind of mid rivalry with uh, with Von Wagner. Um, Not his fault, you know, really. Yeah. And like seeing him have, you know, all these uh, programs with all these people is phenomenal. And I think it's now a great time uh, to have him win a title. I mean, I think that he's a phenomenal athlete and, and it's time for a new NXT North American champion in Solo Sokoa. Logo, you got to agree with me right here. No, I think Solo Sokoa will be NXT. I think he'll be NXT champion by the end of the year. I don't think he's okay, going to be North okay. American title. I think he's going to beat Von Wagner, probably mill about for another month, and this time more games, he's going to be challenging for the actual strap. But I'm not knocking it if he gets the North American title championship. You know, uh, Cedric also says... Solo is one of the many that will leave NXT without capturing gold. Does exceptional on main. Yeah, you know, I I am a big Boa fan. That match he had with Boa was to me his coming out party of what he can do in that system in the WWE system. The sky's the limit for Solo for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Mike, we're at our end of our show. We always ask with the MVP of NXT, who's the one that stuck out for you? Doesn't matter if they won a match or not, but who will you say is your MVP of NXT this week? <clears throat> Hot take. <laughs> Zion Quinn is what? not my MVP. Oh. <laughs> Bro, I was hit that disconnect button so fast. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, no, honestly, no. My MVP for today 
just based upon uh, their his performance inside the ring and also the promo that he cut backstage is J.D. McDonough. I feel like that he uh, really did double duty in NXT this week um, by competing inside the ring and also um, really telling a story within his backstage promo for the NXT Championship. Do I think that he's going to win the NXT Championship? Probably not. I don't think it is time right now. But definitely this week has proved to me that I could get behind J.D. McDonough or even though I will forever know him as uh, Jordan Devlin. Well, is, is there anyone that changes their name where you instantly take on the new name or you just hold lines for everybody? They're still Walter to you. They're still Sarita to you. I still, call, I still call Walter Walter. I still, you know what's funny? You're that <laughs> I, guy. I, I, I still I still call, um, who, who's on the roster that that like got signed and got changed a name? Um, I still called before he got released uh, to WWE, because he was under Bearcat Lee. Yeah. I always still called him Keith Lee. Like, it's, you know. To be fair, he was Keith Bearcat Lee. So that's that's fine. That's <laughs> or Seth, Seth Rollins. I still call Seth Rollins. I don't say Seth freaking Rollins. So Do you call him Tyler Black? No. Oh, so what? Okay. That's my point. Who is there anyone that says oh, your oh. name that you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I accept the new name. I'm trying to think here. Jordan Devlin, I still call Jordan Devlin. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Uh, for the longest, even though I think I got rid of that really quick, for the longest, I used to call, um, or actually, no, I still call him this. So there's an NXT 2.0 referee that got signed to NXT 2.0 recently. His name is Joey Gonzalez. Okay. Um, I still call him by his. <laughs> I still call him by his real name because I know I've known him for like since 2016. His real name is Vince Martinez, but his actual. <laughs> You're killing Kayfabe, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> his actual address is. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 But um. But no, that's so, some people I still call that. Um, so there's no one. There's no one that's changed your name in the WWE umbrella. You say Roxy. you know what? I, you, you call her, oh. you call her Roxanne Perez. You call her Roxy. I, I, I still call her Roxy. That's what I'm saying. There's no one that's changed her name that you was like, you know what? She's Roxanne Perez. Or you know what? That's Von Wagner. You know oh, what? No, that's no, no, Cruz no. Del Toro. No, no, no. Von Wagner, I, I knew him because there was another name that he went under by um, that was like so bland and so like mid. But like, yeah, I used to call Von Wagner something else before. But currently, no. There's no one that I could think of that I call by their actual, aside from like those few people that I had mentioned. I, I still call him Raul Mendoza, if that makes you feel better. We're, we're among friends here. Uh, yeah. Going into this episode, I was going to say Keanu James overperformed the, what she had and her odds of winning. I think he did very well for himself. But after defending him for half an hour, I'm going with Axiom. He is the future. Axiom for the strap. Axiom to the moon. Axiom the best. Hey, come back. Come back. <laughs> Uh, we're at the end of our show. Uh, yeah, shout out to Kaylee Ray. I'll do Kaylee Ray as well. Alba Fire is a weird name to say. Uh, yeah, Kaylee thanks, Ray. Thanks for coming out to Draped and Go featuring Sock Monkey Mike, Mike Wexler. About that time we get out of here. But before we do, if someone wants to connect with you online, be on your show, listen to your podcast, how to go about doing that. Really quick, if you want to find me on any form of social media, because I'm on every single one of them, go to Instagram and Twitter at SockMonkeyMike. If you want to go on YouTube and watch the Your Story episode, which we have a brand new Your Story episode. Finally, we're back after so many months off. Um, we have uh, we have a professional wrestler by the name of uh, Auntie Heidi, who has been awesome and NPW, Millennium Pro Wrestling and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Go check that out. Premiering tomorrow at 10 a.m. PST. Um, and uh, yeah. That that's and it's on YouTube at Mike Wexler. I don't know if I said that already, but if I didn't, I appreciate. It. But shout out to you, Flobo. Appreciate you having me on. It's been seriously an honor, and it's awesome to really get this conversation with you. 
Yeah, please come back when we have the full strength. Jack Farmer will be back next week for episode 100. I think I'm going to be on assignment for SummerSlam. I'm not really sure. But until then, I usually say uh, Jack Farmer say the words, but you're not Jack Farmer, so I'll say the words. Uh, do your best and be yourself. Ha!